Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Pitch at Home. Uh, Jay Walsh here. I'm going to introduce our guest in a second. Thank you very much for watching the first episode. Got some great ones coming up over the next couple of days as well. Um, we wanted to give a massive shout out, first of all, to RAA, who are a huge supporter of Adelaide United. And um, as you know, the South Australian community really struggling at the moment. So RAA, thanks for still sticking on board with Adelaide United, Flinders University, and our other key partners as well. We are very thankful for your ongoing support. This is great because episode two of The Pitch at Home is kind of like the captain's call Corner. We have Ange Costanzo, 73 games for Adelaide United, a man who played 77 games, scored four goals, Michael Valcanis, and, oh, I mean, the big dog himself, 137 games, 30 goals, Travis Dodd. Boys, welcome to the captain's corner on the pitch. Cheers, boys. Hey, this is brilliant. Now, let's give a little bit of a geographical indication of where you are, because this is an international episode at the moment. So, um, if we could start with you, Ange, whereabouts are you right now? And we'll go Ange, Trav, and then Mickey. I'm in South Australia, Adelaide, Jared. Cool. Uh, I'm in, I'm in uh, Prospect, South Australia, about 5Ks to the east, northeast of uh, Ange, actually. Okay. Yeah. How you going, Ange? Good, Travis. Good if you answer your phone as well. You never answer, mate. What is it? I'm still working, actually. In, uh, okay. Even though we've got isolation, I'm one of the ones that's still working. Well, we'll get land. to that in a second. Just relax, all right? We want to all find right, out where, where Michael is. He mate, where about you? He just asked why I'm not answering my phone. Yeah, mate, I'm in, uh, in Athens, Greece. Well, this is great. Let, let's get the serious stuff uh, out of the way first, because obviously... Uh, sorry, what? sorry, Jay Roche, yep. where are you? Uh, I'm in my house at the moment. My missus is in there and my daughter's playing Barbies or something and my neighbours can hear me because I talk really loud. So I'm in South Australia as well. Um, Thank you for asking though, Travis. It's very kind of you. So last week I asked what's going on with John McCain, uh, with Cameron Watson and Jake Barkadash when it comes to isolation. Um, uh, Mickey, I wanted to ask you first because you're obviously over there um, in Greece, assistant coach of the national team, mate. But this this is full on what is happening in Europe at the moment, especially with coronavirus. Could you give a little bit of an insight to to how you are affected over there and and what it's like on the streets? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's like a ghost town on the streets. I think like everywhere else uh, across the world. But uh, we went into lockdown very very early on. Um, I think the government realised the severity of what's happening. And I think uh, with what's happened in the past year in terms of uh, the problems in the past, economic problems, uh, since 2010, they knew that they had to do something quick as well for the health system. And uh, we went into lockdown very, very early. And we've been stuck in bills for a long time, mate. And look, even just to go out to, to the supermarket or to go out for exercise, you've got a SMS, a government app, they send you back an SMS and uh, you've got to have all your details on you when, you, when you're out in the streets and, and there's police everywhere checking up on everyone. So there's not too many people out and about, but when you do go out and about, you, you do get checked up. Over here in South Australia, and I think uh, around the country at the moment, and uh, with, with Trav and Ange, you boys living in Adelaide, we kind of wait for around this time, and the time of recording is, um, it's just before five o'clock, we kind of wait for this time every day to see what the statistics are of how many South Australians have got um, coronavirus and how many around the country, and we're doing okay at the moment. Is that similar to you, Mickey, over there, just to go far out? It's, it's almost playing a waiting game to see what the numbers are like. Yeah, that's 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 the truth. We wait at five o'clock in the afternoon to to hear the the updates. And look, we've we've done really well here. Things are really good, and they're moving along 
uh, quite nicely. Uh, like it's not nice. Uh, deaths. We're talking about deaths, but that's very low here. And uh, the amount of infected people is is quite low as well. And it comes down to the to the measures that the government took very early on. I think as compared you know, to to Spain and Italy and so on, which is causing havoc. But uh, yeah, all good up to now. But it's just strange, mate. You just don't know. It's uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen. What's what's going to happen? You know, in the, we're involved in football. When when is football going to be about again? When are we going to go back to normality where we can go to the supermarket without pressing? Uh, Oh, he's frozen. That's right. It's a good, it's a good freeze, though, anyway. It doesn't matter. Let, let's continue yeah. because he'll jump back on in a second. Um, Trav, you obviously got kids, mate. Are you, you going to hold them out of school for a bit longer? Like, what, what's the deal with your kids? Because I know you've got a, a different age bracket of kids. It's pretty full on as a parent. Yeah, uh, my eldest, he's the uh, same age as uh, Andrew's lad. Uh, they finished school, so he's playing PlayStation every day. Um, so he, uh, but look, to be honest, Jake, he's been self-isolating since 2014 anyway. So, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the safe ones. Um, my daughter, she goes to a private school. They actually closed the school. They made the choice to close the school about two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, two weeks to go of school. So, they've been homeschooling. Um, so, she has to get up and jump on uh, Zoom every day or Teams or whatever they have. And, and go to school uh, for the full day. So we're in school holidays now. Um, my daughter also boards as well, so they've closed the boarding house. Uh, and I've got her home. So, um, yeah, she'll be at home for the foreseeable future. So, yay me. Uh, Mickey's just just about to jump back on. He's back now, which is oh. great. Welcome back. And uh, let, let's talk about Dom then. Obviously, Dom's been yeah. um, doing some stuff um, over the past couple of years and worked his way up to um, wearing the, uh, the Adelaide United jersey, which is fantastic. Um, so for him, when it comes to football, because he's so passionate about his football, how frustrating is it for him to not be able to do anything at the moment? Yeah, it, it is. It's not just for him. It's just for everyone involved in football. We're just at home, you know, I'd reconnect with my wife after 20 years. I've just seen her after 20 years. I just realised she had brown eyes. So <laughs> I didn't realise that before. So, um, She's got yeah, three. That they're home. She's got three. No, brown eyes, mate. Yeah. Oh, no, just move <laughs> on. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. This is a family uh, show here. So, yeah, it is frustrating. You know, they can do only so much by themselves and um, do your own work. But, yeah, it's, uh, hopefully soon we can get back to normality. It's weird seeing uh, all the discussion with what's going on with um, the, the A-League at the moment because, obviously, there's, there's talks about a, a TV deal and by the time that this is uploaded, who knows what's happened between Fox Sports and the A-League and, and what's going to happen with broadcast and what the A-League looks like next year. But for you boys, you were, you were all playing around at a time before these, uh, these TV deals were kind of in play as well. It was a different time for football back then. It's a different time right now. So it's kind of like, where would you rather be at the moment? Because you can see the whole football landscape changing. I'm gonna, I guess I'll throw that to you. Mickey, you're still heavily involved in football. It's such a, such a unique time at the moment. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, with the TV, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, um, uh, moving forwards, how's everyone, when the games start, and we're looking at it here, and there's big talks, you know, about the leagues restarting here and the Champions League restarting and so on. There's going to be no crowds, so obviously everyone's going to have to watch uh, games from the TV. Uh, but it, 
how long is that going to go on for as well? We're hearing for the next six months here in Europe, that's how people are going to enjoy their football at home, watching it on TV. So it's, it's just strange. And then you're hearing all the going on in, in, in Australia from here as well with what's happening. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's going to be uh, a total different landscape for football, I think, once it begins again. And we're, we're seeing it here, and I'm sure it's going to be the same in Australia. Trav, can you please just indicate that that's a, that's a dog next year, right, isn't it? Because all we could see was just this mop. Okay, all right. Oh. Yeah. Okay, what's your dog's name? Sick man, Chauvin. Leo. <laughs> Leo, fantastic. Yeah, all right, Leo's having a great time. Um, all right, let's do a quick whip around of um, what everybody has been up to because um, I know that, that Trav, you've been doing some commentary um, and Ange, you've obviously been out in the workforce for a while as well. Um, let, let's give a quick update for all the Adelaide United fans to see what their former captains have been up to. Trav, start off with you, mate. Your hair's looking gorgeous. Thank you. I've spent a lot of time on that, um, trying to get it right. Mm. Uh, slogging it away, Mickey mate. Mickey can't say the uh, same, though, huh? Neither can I. I mate. He's, he's taken the piss, mate. With a, see, that's why he's got the camera a bit high. So he Pass can't see the top of his head. Oh, jeez. Turn around and um, the back bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be careful, huh? <laughs> what are you wearing here's, the cap? Here's yeah, got the shoe polish out yet this morning. <laughs> No, so just working away, mate. Uh, isolation has been tough working from home. So I've uh, got two kids at home and the wife uh, doing it tough. We've got, uh, obviously, the, the restrictions not as severe as other states. So I've been getting out every week and playing golf. So can't complain too much about that. Uh, just before Mickey cut off, though, um, having spent some time, mate, Mick, in, in Greece, I think... Yeah, you need to SMS people. You're missing the point here, mate. Uh, a good bribe never goes astray, mate. I know. You know 20, 20 euros, you can go out whenever you want. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even to get a release, you got to even to get a release from a Greek club, you still got to pay in, in South Australia. <laughs> Ange, what have you been up to, mate? I've been, yeah, still pretty busy with work, so I'm in the construction game, so, um, yeah, i got a, two or three people helping me out, so we've been very busy at the moment, so um, we'll probably uh, slow down later on after everything goes back to normal, we'll probably slow down, but at the moment, yeah, very busy with that, and, yeah, plenty of work at the moment. All right, let's talk about the, the club for a second. Adelaide United, a, an indifferent season uh, to the point of where the league stopped. But let's talk about your time at the club. So let's go around the group, starting with you, Michael Valkanis, the, um probably the best player that you played with during your time in Adelaide United. Oh, it's got to be Ange Costanzo, mate. He was, he was oh, thanks, mate. We were the big smile in this place. <laughs> oh, look, I, 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 we, we had a great time. Uh, all of us, I think, uh, we had really good squads. And from day one, especially from the inaugural season, it was exciting times in, in the first year in the NSL. But then once the A-League started, it was, it was really good. It was really good. And I think we enjoyed each other's company. And, and we had some really good teams, good squads that did really well. And I think a lot of people had ridden us off a lot of seasons at the beginning. And we were right up there, always competing uh, for finals football. What about you, Ange? I mean, are you going to throw it back and say that uh, Mickey was the best player that you played with? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the biggest name was probably Romario. I think we, we all played Romario when he was here. He was probably at the back end of his career, but it was always mm. a pleasure to play someone like that. Yep, and you, Trav? You can't obviously say yourself, so say someone else. 
someone else. <laughs> oh, Trevor says <laughs> unstructured uh, day on the golf course. Yeah, I reckon uh, probably Marcos Flores. Um, look, to, to be honest, there's been there's been quite a few. There's uh, Marcos, um, the two boys here, but even uh, Shenking Chu and Fernando Rick. You know, they were uh, unbelievable players as, uh, in their own right. And who was the, the leader of the, the change rooms when it, when it came to banter? We found out last week when we spoke to John McCain that he may... Uh, he did a weird captaincy because he obviously was given the captaincy and then taken away from him. But are we all saying that Ange was the banter king? Or are you, am I seeing a different screen here? Uh, no, I'm pointing down to Ange, yep. um, most definitely. Um, yeah, I, I mean always be walking around with his nuts out or doing something stupid <laughs> like that and uh, whether it's in the change rooms before a game when the foxtel cameras were coming in yeah. or uh, on the massage table at the hotel and you know before games whatever it was yeah uh, if there was ever a laugh to be had it was always and with his ball bag out Great. Well, we probably can probably can use about two minutes of this so far in the final product. So this is great. Thanks, Travis. Uh, and Nicky, for you, mate. Jared, if you get a chance, just uh, get whatever footage you can from Fox, mate. Pre-game footage of Ange. Really? Early days. <laughs> Early days. <laughs> and he had, he had a different act for, for every game. So it was, you know, he was, it was always this. It was always giving up <laughs> a stretch and... Uh, some good material, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, shorts were always hiked up. Hey, what about what about the city itself now? Um, Trav and Angie boys live in Adelaide, so you know what it's like. But you've both spent time outside of it, and and Michael obviously in Greece at the moment. But speaking to the boys last week, um, none of them uh, live in Adelaide anymore, and they they were talking about how much they they love the city itself. And sometimes it takes you to spend time away from it to appreciate how good it is and is that something that that you think about at all um, Mickey especially because you're not living here at the moment and how easy it is to live in South Australia yeah look we we when I first went to Adelaide I went there for two years and I ended up staying for 14 so we we tend to call it home Adelaide even though we've got family in, uh, in Melbourne and we always feel comfortable and, and love going back to Adelaide whenever we get the chance obviously my four boys are all born in in Adelaide so they're South Australians and uh, we've got a lot of good good friends uh, in Adelaide, so we call it home, and uh, we do miss it. And we miss uh, beautiful Henley Beach and the proximity of everything, where everything is so close, and there's not that much traffic, and and there's just the laid-back nature of Adelaide. We, we do miss it, but it's home for us. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you Trav and Ange think when you were playing with Michael Valcanis that um we'd be talking to him via video chat on Zoom one day uh, and to to see what he's done in his coaching career so far? It's pretty pretty impeccable, mate. I um, honestly the fact that he's a national team uh, coach is unbelievable, mate. I look at that in awe, um, and if. Honestly, you can finish your, your football career and you know, get into coaching as a full-time gig. It's tough because you you spend your whole career as a player traveling around the world, you know, trying to make a goal of it. And then to go through that same process again as a coach, um, it's a testament to desire and passion and, and a will to succeed because, you know, blowing smoke up Mickey's ass now, but he's been... He's travelled around Australia and you know, across Europe to different destinations and he's, he's come out on top. So, 
uh, that's it's fantastic and it's a great uh, I guess endorsement for for former players and what they can do post football. Yeah, what do you think, Ange? No, I don't think you would at all because you know, especially smashing lockers at Sydney Football Stadium and. Um, you can't be yeah. to be a coach for a national team. You can't be doing stuff like that, and then kicking, kicking stuff in the change room, throwing medical tables at young uh, seventeen, eighteen-year-old boys in the youth oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and was seeing that, these kids jumping through the roof because he's blown a rocket. No, no chance that you ever see that. No, but in all seriousness, no. Mickey's driven and always wanted to be a coach, and, and it's no surprise that he uh, he is where he is at the moment. Well, we love it, boys. Um, we have run out of time. Thank you very much for giving me a little already? bit of time. Yeah, we have already. We've gone for about 15 minutes. My daughter's probably sooking in the background, but um, take care of yourself. That's here in the window. Oh, yes. No, that's my wife. Before, my yeah. wife's, my oh, wife's really short. Yeah. She's wearing a pirate hat. All right, I'm not going back <laughs> in there. I've got a fridge full of... Um, have you got a cook and dinner? No, Travis. <laughs> hey boys, thank you very much uh, Mickey, you're over in Athens mate We appreciate especially you jumping on Take care of your family And thanks for catching thank up you. on the uh, the captain's corner here on the pitch And it looks like you've all settled into your, your Saturday night Or your Saturday morning over there So, um, And Travis, you look like you're posing for some sort of album cover <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's great, boys, it's thank you very career. much well, uh, we'll Thanks, Jared right. Cheers, boys Answer your phone, Charlie, ciao Happy Easter, Mickey See you, boys. Yeah.